Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. Thank God someone gave me a beer in jail. That's so nice of that man. Oh, hello, son. Daddy! How are you doing? Daddy, I miss... Are you my son? Are you getting my letters? What letters? Yeah. I asked for numbers. You... You you sent me letters? But I sent you letters of our... And a picture of our house with mommy and me and you, but you weren't there. God damn it! Still can't punch through glass. Why are you... Ow! But Dad, I just want—I just wanted to let you know that I'll—I'll I'll wait for you. Wait for me? Yeah. What do you mean, wait for me? Uh, mommy got a new daddy, but I'm not gonna get a new. Mommy dad. got a new daddy. No. Mommy got a new daddy. Yeah. What's his name? Well. What's he look like? He Last looks, name. He looks a lot like Address. You. Does he live in our house? My house? Steve. Steve? Is his name. Big Steve? Yeah, you know him. I know Big Steve. You want a motorcycle with him? Oh, motherfucker, Big Steve. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to break Steve's He's very sweet. He plays Superman with me, and he buys me video games, and he plays catch with me, and he takes me to school and baseball practice. All right, shut the fuck up. Underneath the toilet, I hid some cocaine. What I need you to do... Oh, Steve knew about that. He sold it. It was great. Goddamn son of a bitch. All right. In the garage, underneath the workbench, there is a murder weapon. Okay, so what I need you to do, it's a knife that also looks like a gun. What I need you to do is I need you to grab it, and I need you to put it in Steve's backpack, and then call the police and tell him you know where the bear-shaped murderer is, and that's Steve. Can you do that for me? Boy! Will you come home? Boy! Will you come home? Oh, I'll be home. Okay. Oh, I'll be home for you, Okay, you're going to be my daddy number one? Yeah, I'll be daddy number one. You're never going to forget All right, you just tell Steve. I say hi. (laughs) Hello, everybody. This is the brighter side. And uh, today we're talking about... uh, Dad's in jail. (laughs) These cold opens are getting more and more theatrical. I I love it. That was a fun one. I got to say, Cena, you do a remarkable... 
remarkably good young boy. Uh, I want to put my dick in you. I don't even have a dick. And Ed, you sound like everybody my dad knows. How are you not in jail, Ed? I I mean, I was for a short stint. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Cena, John, myself, Ed Larson, Sam, Samantha Stubbs-Wurtz, and we also got two baby boys whose daddies was in jail. Mm. Oh, whoa, you was in jail, daddy? Why are you really? Oh, why are you so in jail? Oh, my God. We've got John Moreno. Say hello. Oh, daddy, why were you there when I was a baby? And we got Jake Hart. I can't wait to go to jail like you, dad. Yeah. Man, this, you guys are spectrum, really well adjusted. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's get into it. All right, so, John, why did your dad go to jail? Uh, heroin? I'm going to just say heroin. Heroin? heroin? I, I'm robbing banks. My my father was the red cat burglar. Red and, cat burglar? Yeah. Is Where, that a news story? It was. Oh, you can wow. microfish that Ooh. motherfucker, I think. We're gonna look I've never up. been able to find it online, but from what I hear from my drunk uncle... Uh, he was a red cat burglar. Uh, and I'm also <laughs> a bird at midnight. Was this yeah. back in Florida? This was back in South Florida, yep. South Florida, and uh, how many banks did he hit? Uh, seven. Seven? Seven before he got arrested. Wow, and that's not, that's pretty yeah, good. It's yeah. pretty good, right? But then he went to jail, and yeah. then he got out, and he robbed another bank and went back to prison. Uh, so that's well, fantastic. Yeah. When he so, was doing these robberies, were they robberies or burglaries? Was he going in at night, or was he going in there with like a gun and being like, Oh Don't yeah, no, 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 no. Red, red cap to hide his face from the uh, uh, the cameras and slipping a note saying, "Give me all your money." Red cap. That was the whole day. Red name? baseball cap. Baby. That's it. That's yep. amazing, and that's a lot for us to work. It on. worked. You laugh, but it worked for seven banks. Yeah. In what years? Eighties. Uh, See, you could have done anything. Back in the 80s, yeah. you could do that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the good old days, exactly. man. I'm so sad it's so hard to rob a bank well, now. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I really would love to make a movie out of this. Like, that would be such a good, like, Scorsese pick was, like, you know, early 80s, swampy South Florida, like Fort Lauderdale, bank robber. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, the thing is, my grandfather was a uh, drug trafficker. He was. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, that whole family's dead. Keep it coming. Everyone, yeah. Well, you know, my father's still alive. But it's a fucking it's, shame the apple fell so far from the tree with I you, John. Know, well, I know. Now, I want to talk more on this, but I also, Jake is here, yep. and your dad is in jail. Now, how did you... Was in jail. Or was in jail. He how was did jail. your daddy go to jail? Uh, well, he was known as Scott... No, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he uh, he, he actually got uh, caught for a couple of things, and like uh, he actually got caught for like shooting a guy. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, did he kill him? No, he's a terrible shot. Where did he shoot him? I uh, fucking I think he got like in the arm. Or winged like him. Yeah, he winged him uh, because you know like a lot of d- criminals don't know how to fucking shoot. They're just you know fucking retarded. Yeah, and uh, so like they caught him for that, and they also caught him uh, on a, a hotel robbery charge. Yeah, well, what, 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 what hotel? I don't where, remember. Where he, was this? Uh, this is in Connecticut. This okay. is like a, he's in the southeastern Connecticut uh, uh, region, and uh, he 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 didn't really do anything. He was the lookout. He had done so much other shit that was so much worse, yeah. and he just didn't get caught on. But they they nabbed him for that. And but the thing they were trying to get him, they were going to give him like a bunch of years for shooting the, the guy. But uh, he also was wanted uh, for shit himself, you know, because my dad he has. A, <laughs> I'm going to have a John Wayne. Uh, code of honor. I'm only going to shoot pieces of shit like myself. That's all right, all right. Cops. Let's just like pause and uh, pump the brakes because yeah. uh, I'm getting a lot of different things from your dad right now. Okay. Now, did he 
shoot someone in the course of the hotel robbery, or no, is this no, no, a no. completely this different? Completely separate thing. And the cops were like, "We got to get this guy, Scott." Oh no, no, the, the cops knew who he was. He'd been doing it since he was a kid. <laughs> they were yes. like, "That fucking Scott is." Like, up oh, to there's it. Scott again. Fucking. Ugh. Now and, I gotta stay out later. And so they were like, "Okay, they want to try to get him on this like gun thing," and then he goes and robs, uh, or he's, he's the lookout for a hotel robbery, right? A fancy hotel. Ah, he didn't say. I, I, this, up until I just re- talked to him before I did this show. And uh, I always thought it was a bank that he robbed. He's like, yeah. no, that was a hotel I got caught for. I was like, well, fuck. I thought it was a bank this whole time. It didn't say bank when we talked about it. You just said robbery. Oh, this is on me. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about you so both guys. disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't get my story straight? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, you both are on the podcast, and I want to talk to you guys uh, both together. And, and So here's some questions. How was your relationship with your father to this day? John, how is it to this day? Non-existent. Jake, how is it to this day? It's just dandy. Oh, great. All right. So complete opposite of the spectrum. I like that. Now, John, um, you're, you're, uh, let, me, let me know if I'm going too far, but your dad recently tried to connect with you. Uh, yeah. Uh, about a year ago, uh, he sent me a letter. 30 years, essentially, of radio silence. Mm-hmm. And then I get a like the most AA ass letter uh, that's like three paragraphs. Yeah. That's it. It's just like so generic, like, hey, son, I'm still your father. I'm sorry about the fact that I wasn't there, but I'd like to have a relationship with you. A paragraph for every decade. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I didn't respond at all. And apparently my father, like, reached out to my mother was like, why didn't John respond to my letter? I was like, <laughs> I, like I've never known you. He went to jail when I was one. So, so I, yeah, no, 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 no contact at all. Uh, yeah, no contact. And uh, did your mom, like, divorce him uh, oh, yeah. in jail or before he went? Uh, oh, before he went. Before he went? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a horrible story. Uh, uh, we, don't, we don't need to get into that. They're all horrible stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my mother remarried, and I thought my father was my father. Until I was uh, 13 years old. Wow. Oh. 13, a great age to learn some secrets about your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be the worst, like, telling you your father's not your father's story. Because I had broken my arm, and I'm coming, like, I broke it bad. Uh, so I'm coming out of the second surgery for my arm. I'm still groggy with anesthesia. I'm in the car with my mother, and my mother goes, um, so... You know you're adopted, right? What the shit? <laughs> what? And I mean, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> you know, like, that's blanket statement. So you know you're adopted, right? And, you know, I have an older brother. So my entire life he's been plaguing me saying, like, you're adopted, you're adopted, you're, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you're adopted. <laughs> and I, so now I'm like, now I've got the fact. My brother's actually my mother and father's son, and I am adopted, and then in the next beat, my mother goes, oh, not by me, not by me, by your father, by your father. And it dawns on me, oh, the six foot three Colombian man that lives with us is not my biological father? Okay, sure. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that, that's fine. That makes sense. As long as you're oh, yeah. actually my fucking mother, I can deal with the, the Colombian guy not being my biological she had father. 13 years of thinking about the ways to tell you that, that your father is not your father, yeah. and she just goes, you you're adopted. Yeah, and that is really missing the <laughs> mark, I think. I gotta say, this is the same woman who I came home from college one year, and my mother goes, for Christmas, my mother goes, do you notice anything different? And I go, 
I look around and I realize the dog's not there. And I go, is the dog dead? And she goes, yeah, we put the dog to sleep. Jesus. <laughs> That's not how you tell this me. This how she tells stories. Good yeah. God. Great. That's not supposed to be, you, you notice anything different? It's supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. You notice anything different? <laughs> the tree has a new ornament on it. Yeah, not the, yeah. You surprise movie night. But Schindler's so- List. <laughs> So so then a year later, like just recently, actually, my father tried to friend me on Facebook. Oh. I was like, ah, you trying to, fr- I didn't respond to your fucking shitty letter. The most, you're did try- he poke you? No, he didn't poke me. He just tried to friend me on Facebook. And I'm like, Are, am I re- really going to friend you on Facebook? Like, what the fuck is wrong you? With you showed me the pictures. Yes. Gotta say. Looks like the coolest dude in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a picture of him with are. a bass guitar. He's like got tattoos, real nice tan, sleeveless shirt, huge ass guitar. Yeah, he is ripped. Uh, so he can't tag you in post, that's what you're saying? What's that? He can't tag you in post. And not in no. real life either. Uh, no, no. You no. can probably see my pictures, but uh, it's weird. But who cares? Now, Jake, you said you have a rock and roll relationship with your dad. Oh, yeah. I talked to him just before we did this. Yeah? Did yeah, you get yeah. some advice on what you should talk about? Oh, yeah. Know? I was just going over like details, like what's cool to talk about and what isn't. Yeah. Know? So what's not cool? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there's one biker. No, uh, so <laughs> when you told him, like, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna go on this, uh, you know, this podcast and talk about you," and the theme is Dad's in jail. What was his immediate reaction? Uh, his immediate reaction was, "The fuck is a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked if he could Skype in, and he's like, "You were like, he doesn't have a computer." Well, he actually does. He, I, I talked to him. He has a laptop, but like, I asked him like if he wants to do Skype. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Next week, like, you remember that time I faced timed with my ex over Christmas and uh, yeah yeah the thing I called gay balls yeah that thing so <laughs> gay balls. no hope no hope in hell yeah. where does he live at he lives in uh, southeastern Georgia now oh okay cool man yeah. yes. What's he doing is that now? where you're is that where you're from uh we I actually I split uh I guess like where I'm from between southeastern Connecticut and southeastern Georgia because like I moved from there when I was uh, 13 and then spent about also 13 years more or less in southeast Georgia so like trash mm-hmm. and trash yeah yeah. Uh, so like anybody talks, anybody time anybody talks to me, they can't. And I say I'm from Georgia because that's where we stayed. And everyone's like, "Well, you don't have an accent." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I know. It's you know, nobody can ever tell where I'm from." Yeah. Yeah. You look like a criminal yourself. Yeah. I do. I you look, look like you could be in Deliverance or something like that. I think uh, th- there were no criminals in Deliverance, just inbred rapists. Well, there you well, go. Those no. are. I, I mean, that's a crime. That's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Well, uh, but you know, th- th- they would have never gotten charged for it. The sheriff wouldn't have given a shit. No, but like, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's just Melvin. Excellent no. <laughs> point, Jake. Excellent point. <laughs> oh no, technically there ain't no real land in the woods. <laughs> what oh, law? Yeah, all, all that, that that's law amongst his creatures. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, I was never uh, like my, my grandfather was kind of like that way too and like, you know, it, it was like uh, John's like, I'm not, I'm the guy who's not a criminal. <laughs> you know, it's like two generations and I'm not the one who wants to commit crime. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Like, uh, he has a very good attitude about all the time he's in jail. He's like, oh, fuck it. I guess I didn't have a little red wagon growing up, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's got great stories coming out of the jail. So what was it? Did you go visit your dad in jail? Oh, no, no, no. This all happened before I was born. Before you were born. So your, your dad was in jail. He was in jail for four years from the age of 16 to 20 for the hotel robbery. Oh, 16 to 20 for you. No, 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 no. From the, no, for him. Oh! He was in adult prison wow. for the age of 16 to 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he apparently, like, he beat the charge on shooting the dude because uh, he ran off to Puerto Rico because he had charges here that he didn't want to deal with. So, no witness. He got found innocent. 
Wow. Yeah. You know what's not crazy guilty. about that is if he did that today, he'd probably still get in trouble. Yeah. Would. And you know, back in the day, you could just like, oh, well, he's he didn't show up. I guess I'm good. And you know what else is crazy, Eddie? These two guys have dads in jail, and they're both white. <laughs> and it's like we found the only two white guys with dads in jail I mean, in New York. Cena, I'd hate to break yeah. it to you, yeah. but white people can be shitheads too. No, yeah. come on. Come this on. is you mean so like that possible? You mean like so, bad accountants? So my my uh, my father who adopted me that I thought was my father. I mean, he's my father, but yeah. he's Colombian. Yeah. Uh, and it was my Italian grandfather who was the drug trafficker. <laughs> white, like third probably generation American who was the one who was uh, trafficking drugs to the U.S. Nice. I just want to see that like you, when you finally realize that your mom's like, oh, you're adopted. And you finally look up at this huge Colombian dude and go, oh. Yeah, because I'm the whitest person <laughs> on the face of the planet. So is my, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very white. Uh, so no, I, I, you, you can't see it. I'm incredibly white too. I kind of like like Walter White if I shave my. No, no, no. Your way. whiteness will shine through on the podcast. Well, well, I can they can feel you it. Yeah. Well, well, my thing was always like I'm blonde haired and blue eyed. I'm just I look like my mother and my my brother. <laughs> my brother is brown haired. He's kind of got olive skin and brown eyes. And so I go, oh, so my brother's the one who looks like my dad, kind of. I guess. Uh, no, my 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 sister looks like my dad. I kind of look like my mom. Mm-hmm. So, if you can believe it, look at me now. <laughs> yeah, I creepily look just like my dad. <laughs> you really do, man. I saw that picture. I was like, that, yeah, that, if, I was like that's your fucking dad. If I got <laughs> if I got jacked, if I got ripped, like yeah. if I spent, you know, 15 years in a prison doing nothing but working out, I would look just like my father. It's very bizarre. I'm going to grab my phone and I'll show you guys a picture of my dad. Absolutely. Oh. And now, um, John, you said your dad went to jail two separate times, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, all for robbing banks, but uh, it's essentially it was to fuel a heroin kick. Really? Oh, yeah. you, you weren't joking about that. Well, yeah. my father was a drug trafficker, and my I, I, I assume this is what I assume. I, I, you know, the 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 relatives don't ever really want to talk about that side of the family, but I assume like, yeah, my grandfather was trafficking drugs. I'm sh- I'm assuming at some point my fa- my father was dealing drugs and then started doing them. He got into heroin and then couldn't kick it, and uh, that's just what fueled. Like he used to run a business with my uncle. My uncle is a lawnmower. He owns his own business. He mows like a... a He's a machine. Yeah. yeah. Big red yeah. machine with yes. black handles and sticking out of his back. Yeah. No, he really is, though. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, if you've ever been to South Florida, there are strips of highway. My uncle is the guy who gets contracts to mow strips of highway. Just miles and miles. Yeah, miles <laughs> and miles. I worked with him one summer. It was the worst fucking job of my life. I bet. I cleaned up roadkill. Uh, uh, while the other guy that's a retard job yeah I know (laughs) but I couldn't ride the mower and also I was too weak to do the hedge trimmer like I was trying to do the small hedge trimmer there was the big hedge trimmer and the small hedge trimmer and I'm doing the small it's essentially a small chainsaw I'm trying to trim the hedges with the small chainsaw and I'm butchering the hedges and my uncle just walks up to me and goes what's wrong with you and he throws down the big extra large hedge trimmer he grabs the small a small one out of my hands and just starts going like fucking you know like just flying down the hedges just trimming the hedges and then he goes you get to clean up the dead animals Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. But my biological father had a, the the first lawn mowing service he had with him. Uh, my uncle shows up one day to their uh, whatever a lot to start work, and all the equipment is gone. And my father's just like, "Man, someone robbed us." 
Oh man! (laughs) (laughs) It was the same thing with my mother. My mother had this Firebird. It was her prized possession. My mother worked like three jobs, you know, and she had a Firebird. It's such a dude thing to do. Yeah, (laughs) three jobs for a Firebird. I know. My mother loved that fucking Firebird. My mom worked three jobs for a Yugo. (laughs) Yeah. One day, my mom shows up, and the Firebird's gone. And my mom's like, where's the car? And my dad's like, oh, man, yeah, I wrecked it. Uh, <laughs> I fucking went off the fucking road into a ditch. It's gone, though. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's not gone. He pawned the car. It's not in some ditch somewhere. When you wreck a car, it doesn't disappear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, I imagine it was all for heroin money. Uh, That's so nuts. That's that's, so much heroin. Yeah. Yeah, That's a car's worth of heroin. You can never do enough heroin. I think that's not true. Well, (laughs) well, it's the day you OD, but like as far as like heroin addicts go, well, and look, look, my my grandfather was a drug trafficker, and he bought my mother and my father their first house for me and my brother, and we had this huge house in Florida, and we had to move into a trailer because my grandfather got so like concerned that my father was going to get busted and the feds were going to come and take the house that he moved us into a trailer because he was afraid that the feds would take the house that he moved us into. Oh. Wow. You don't even get to enjoy the house. No. Yeah. No. Here's a question for both of you because you both want here. I want to talk about um, what do you sense aspects of your personality that are just like your father's? Jake. Uh, I kind of like yell like my dad. Like I I, I, I try to like my, when my, I see my dad freak out about things and I'm just like, oh God, I hope I don't do that. And then I freak out about something. It's like, Jesus Christ, you sound like your dad. And it's just like, oh, oh, oh okay. How does it make you feel? Is it? Uh, it, 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 it doesn't feel great just because, like, when I see my dad freak out, it's just like, ah, we're all terrified. Because my dad, if you, uh, he looks like a combination of Mel Gibson and Harvey Keitel mm-hmm. and you know, all that shit. So, like, when he freaks, he's like... He never had to hit me and my sister as kids, like as far as discipline. Also, you shouldn't do that. But you know, he's like uh, because like you just saw the look in his eyes, like oh, he's not fucking around at all. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you think because of that, you you feel the same tendencies, but you don't want to act upon them because you have seen the consequences? No, 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 no. I just I was never that kind of guy. I was just like my dad, just like he, he didn't he didn't have like an addiction to feed. He just liked committing crimes. Yeah, that's a that's a crime good, was his thing. You bring up a good point, Amber. Do you both feel like there was something? in your experiences that related to your father your father or grandfathers uh, that made you not want to commit any crimes or made you avoid any sort of criminal activity? Well, um, it's funny. Like, uh, up until I was about 18, uh, I'd gone, like, a way different path than my dad. You know, I'd, I'd gotten into theater, and I got into guitar, and I didn't rob anything, you know. Uh, but, like, I went and visited him for a summer when I was 18 after I dropped out of college and wanted to go to L.A., uh, and I stayed with him for a summer, but at some point, like, uh, shit got so, uh, like, I was the only one with a job at the house. Like, my dad was waiting on a settlement for his back, and he, uh, I had to, we drove up to Denver so he could get a DUI sentencing, uh, mm. and, like, when he came back out, he was like, you know, they want me to do 20 days, and it's my dad, so I was like, oh, that's not too bad. So, but he's like, yeah, but it's over Christmas, and I was like, ah, shit, so what do you want to do? He's like, ah, fuck it, I don't even like the state. Let's get the fuck out of here. So, uh, where, where was this again? This is in Colorado. Okay. This is in Colorado. And like now, uh, you took a road trip to go see your dad's sentencing. No, 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 no. I, I, I took a bus to go to Colorado from Georgia to visit my dad in, during the summer before I went to LA. 
But he was getting sentenced in Colorado. He's yeah. getting he's getting sentenced in Colorado. <laughs> My dad. That's he, all he, a part he, of the journey. This you know? is really okay. Got yeah. it. So like, uh, so at this point, he's like, "Let's get the fuck out of here." So that, that means like, okay, we're gonna like you know leave Colorado. Also, we're gonna leave his girlfriend. So because he's tired of her, and so like we uh, we actually uh, got a plan together. To uh, I'm gonna fund. I'm gonna keep working at this telemarketing job that I work at with his girlfriend, and uh, I'm gonna fund our escape from his girlfriend. And you know, you didn't really escape, you know, Colorado because it was a bullshit DUI charge. But like, I I was actually kind of complicit in helping him, you know, leave the state, and that that felt pretty good because of like, of course, yeah, uh, you always help your family members escape jail. Yeah, <laughs> that is like a, that is like a that's a, something you do as a family member. It's like, what do I what do I gotta do? I mean, my dad fuck. didn't give a fuck about doing the twenty days, but it just, he wanted to do them like right then and there. Well, I'm but sure the twenty days is probably not twenty days anymore. No, they, they would have given him 20 days, but like they wanted to make <laughs> him probably. do it over Christmas because, you know, according to my dad, the judge is just a dickhead to everybody. Uh, but like, you know, so it's so like, well, fuck it. If you're going to make it doing Christmas, I'm just not going to be in the state. And so there's a you. warrant out for your father in Colorado. There is not anymore. We we fled successfully. Not really fled. We left the state successfully and his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, too. it's well, like. Well, well, where did it go, though? Did he clear it up? I mean, uh, well, he, he actually not there anymore. He's actually gotten friendly with cops. You know, this is what now. I'm saying, Eddie. This is the white shit that's happening again. <laughs> These white people could just flee a state. And after like 10 years or 20, 15 years, look, meh, I'm buddies with cops now. Not a big deal so uh, much. Well, it's also a DUI charge. Who gives a fuck? There's a statute of limitations. You know, that's also why Bill Cosby's not going to jail. But he's I, been convicted. He was convicted. They said, I mean, he has to spend the time. It's not right, like yeah. they didn't yeah, charge yeah, yeah. him. Or well, anything. it's very possible I have a bench warrant out for my arrest. Oh, I've got tons of fucking What is like, going on? Piled on. <laughs> oh, let's talk about this. John, what are some of your arrest oh, bench it's warrants? It's such bullshit. <laughs> uh, I was riding my. My bicycle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just yeah, riding my sucks. bicycle, officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I went off the street because there was a bus behind me onto the sidewalk in Queens, where there's no traffic on the sidewalk, and I was going extra slow, and some asshole fucking goes boop boop. A uh, cop pulls me over, and he starts writing me a warning ticket for riding my bike. Uh, and then you start what the hell's a warning? Like and, uh, yeah, that? exactly. Is I a- don't know, but uh, his his partner came out of a shop that he was doing something in, and literally like looked at me and shook his head, like, oh, "God damn it, why is he doing this?" He must have been training. But as he's writing me the ticket, a woman rides on the sidewalk in between us on her bicycle and I look at the cop and I go what the fuck and he goes we can't get them all kid <laughs> uh, was so, she hot was she hot was her ass hanging out of the bicycle I, know, I, I don't know she was like some 30 year old mother I, I just remembered I've got a ticket in my pocket right now that I didn't pay <laughs> oh good yeah it's a open God, container this podcast is gonna be yeah. entered into I've got evidence. mine on a dartboard <laughs> I have mine literally on a dartboard and uh, it was a warning ticket so I was like so why am I gonna go to court and pay a fine uh, if it's a warning ticket and he's not writing me I'm just not going to and then I talked to an actual cop and he's like you might have a Bench warrant for your arrest. Yeah, don't worry, you're white. You won't get shot down in the street or anything oh, like man. that. Everything I mean, will well, be fine. If you've same... got a bench warrant, I've got tons of bench oh, warrants. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. They're <laughs> never gonna come and get you, so fuck it. You know, at the same time, Cena, he technically got a written arrest for fucking riding his bike. He did. You know, so I mean that goes against what you're saying that white people get away with everything. Hey man. Yeah. I remember you talking Touche, Mr. Larson. Touche. <laughs> well, you... white people do kind of get away with it because like uh, I'll tell you about the time I was in jail. Yeah. How oh, long yeah. did you go in for? A night. 
Oh, okay. Uh, it was actually New Year's Eve, 1999. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the best New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I was in uh, Athens, Georgia, and I, uh, I had left a block party that uh, I was at with my roommate, and because I was being so obnoxious because I'd gotten drunk really early, everybody was actually considering taking me out back and just beating me until I shut up. So, uh, but then I saw this group of girls uh, going to a club. And I was like, I'm gonna go follow them, and everyone's like, Great, go! And but before I left, my room was like, Don't be obnoxious. I was like, Fuck you! And I went over there. I followed them, and I was 20 at the time. And they went to a 21 and up club, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get in. I was like, Ah, fuck this! And uh, I went to go back to the the party. And on the way there, there's like this memorial for like veterans that I made a point at the time of like walking around, not walking on. And I saw some guy standing there and it was dark and I'm completely drunk. I'm so fucked up and stupid that I can't tell it's a uniformed cop standing on there. But I, it doesn't matter because I just go up to him and like I put up my fist and I go, you can't stand on the war memorial, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. And then like uh, luckily this cop can just see that I'm a fucking weak idiot and uh you're white yeah and i was oh he's white so uh all i do is like when i actually go up to him and try to like do whatever he just gently pokes me in the chest and i fall backwards on a bench oh he's telling his own joke yeah and then like i was like what the fuck am i doing on a bench and then that's when i feel the handcuffs and i'm just like uh whatever great i don't i just passed out because i that's that's it and then the next thing i know i wake up i'm fucking puking on his shoes while he's trying to fingerprint me oh man i remember one new year's eve um i think actually you know what oh no it wasn't the same year it was uh 2003 i'm walking down in tallahassee i'm walking down appalachia parkway trying to get to another party and I'm just like Appalachian Parkway trying to get to a part that is not a street left, you walk I down. Actually, I left that party at your house, and we all ate mushrooms and drank way too much liquor. Oh, I'm like, losing my mind. Yeah, and I threw my yeah. shirt in a fire. It was yeah. great. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm walking down Appalachian Parkway. And it's like it's like three in the morning. I'm trying to get to my other buddy's party, and a cop pulls over, and I'm walking in the median, like like in between both lanes of traffic, and it's like four lanes on each side. It's a big fucking highway. And uh, it's right by the Capitol building. The cop pulls over and he's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm walking home. And he's just like, where's your car? I was like, I'm too drunk to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he respected that more. He did. He, did. he was just like, get on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being in a college town. That was a funny thing. It's like, uh, like I did all that shit and I fucking puked on this guy, this cop's shoes and I tried, I challenged him to a fight and all I got charged with was uh, underage drinking. That's oh. fucked I up. I got a $250 fine and community service at a fucking soup kitchen for a month that's nuts and so one thing i want to talk about is um you you what you you basically that's like not really no it's bullshit that's all you did though you didn't really you know like you didn't like steal you weren't you know you weren't in a gang or anything like that i didn't i wasn't interested in that and john the worst thing you ever did was ride your bike on the sidewalk and you know you guys are the exception to the rule because uh it's something like i want to say my facts might be a little bit off but uh, incarceration is considered a disease that wow. will that, really? that really? will that is will it? spread to your family, um, and uh, yeah. and a lot of and a most uh, most of the time I think it's a, something like a fifty percent rate. If your parents are in prison, that you will end up in well, prison as well. Yeah, recidivism in this country is at I think that's a return rate. Seventy uh, yeah, seventy six percent right now. Yeah. Does let, that apply if you're white? Yes, <laughs> yeah, everyone. Well, wow. uh, let me say that my. My father, the guy that's my father. That actually raised you. Yeah, that raised me, is an outstanding guy. 
Uh, Colombian guy, really weird. Early, <laughs> every time you say Colombian, it's like you know he's Colombian well, and he's a pretty he's good one of, guy. Okay, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> <a> racist. <laughs> well, let me just explain. Like my my blonde hair, blue eyed mother marrying a Colombian guy in South Florida in the eighties. That was a no no. Mm. Oh, she was like a rock and roll chick. I bet she's yeah. beautiful. Is she your mom was, hot? Was she she's, trying to score free cooks? Yeah. She's uh, still pretty hot. My my mother was a model. Jake, is your mom hot? My mom is yeah, she she looked like a, a fucking what's her name from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Karen oh. Allen? Yeah, oh, the little oh Asian kid? Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. Albert, I guess I gotta <laughs> go jerk off. Yeah, no, my, my mom and my dad actually met while uh, he had just gotten out of jail like a few months prior and they met while hitchhiking. Really? Uh, nice. Wow. So, yeah. So both your moms are hot. So, yeah, so yeah. Jake. Yeah. But but my uh, yeah. my dad was an outstanding guy, a great father, never had any kids of his own. He is the eldest uh kid in his family. So it was like a big thing not to have his own kids with my mother. My mother didn't want any more kids. He married my mother. He adopted me and my brother, treated us as if we were his own kids, and was a great role model, a great example of the kind of guy you should be. Uh, and uh, I think that probably is why I didn't end up in jail myself, because like I, I'm definitely always on the verge of being a fuck-up. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could all agree. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah, more yeah. of like a, a nurture. Nature versus nurture. You're a nurture. Oh, I'm definitely a nurture. I my yeah. father was the nurture, and, and your like, mother too. And my mother too. But my mother was a wild card, and uh, my father reined her in. I mean, and yeah. what I'm also hearing is that both of you guys had father figures in your life, right? It may yes. not have been your biological father, but you both had that person in your life that could fill that role of the father figure. And I think that's one of the probably the big reasons why recidivism happens so much in this country. Is you don't word. have a father. You don't like it because your dad isn't there to fucking guide you to not do the yeah, things he did. Yeah, exactly. Wait, yeah. what do you don't like about recidivism? It's a hard word to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you say it a lot in law school. Yeah. Yeah. Recidivism. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I know, I've been fucking studying this <laughs> shit. My dad was actually very good about not bringing that home. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he, he was like, no, 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 that's what I do over here. And like, you know, after the majority of it was like before I was born like after I was born it was mostly just like you know stints in county or just like overnight nothing major don't as far ask as going me to jail. about my business <laughs> <laughs> no yeah yeah it gives me you know my dad usually like you know when he didn't have construction jobs because that's what he used to do he would uh, take like uh, he would guard or rob drug labs you know, like Omar on the wire. Yeah, yeah. My dad would do that. Except white, and he could go in and be like, "I'm just a pharmaceutical salesman. Don't mind me. Don't mind all the pile of cocaine in the middle of the coffee table." <laughs> now, was your father a biker? No, no. My my dad was never like associated. Like well, he, he never... mentioned bikers earlier. I, know, right? I didn't know. Well, it's like, also uh, no, because, no, because like he was in jail. He was, he was in jail with all kinds of people, and it was just like, oh, no. My dad was just like you know an independent kind of thief. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, he rented. Uh, Reservoir Dogs when I was 11 yeah. and we watched it together and he really loves that movie he really loves Tarantino because like uh, he has watched Reservoir Dogs and said like I have had those exact conversations this is the first time I've ever seen a movie where somebody actually says the exact shit that me and my fucking buddies have said to each other Damn, Moreno, does your dad like Reservoir Dogs? Dogs. Uh, <laughs> he has no idea. I doubt it, but my parents are both bikers. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, they both oh. ride Harleys, yeah. Really? Vroom, vroom. Mm-hmm. Is that how they met? No, not at all, actually. My father was a biker. He got into a horrible accident, uh, didn't ride for years, and then decided to start riding again. Not midlife crisis, because he was still, I guess, in his late 30s. And then my mother decided to start riding a bike. My father hated it, but now they ride bikes together. 
Oh, good for them. You yeah. got to find something to get together. Uh, now, Jake, do yeah. your parents today, are they together? All right. No, they're completely divorced. I actually yeah. don't remember them living together at all as a kid, but we yeah. were in like the same neighborhood. Cause like we were growing up in, in like a we were like one of the few white families under projects in New London, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and like I, I just never remember um, them living together. I always remember like dad's over there, mom's here. Mm-hmm. I lived the majority of the time with my mom. I was mostly raised by my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And John, you were mostly raised by your mom, but it was like a good have a father figure. Uh, in. No, I mean I was raised by both of them. I mean my yeah. father's a Colombian cowboy. <laughs> uh, he, he he wears still uh, Colombian cowboy boots, <laughs> listens to country music, and rides a Harley Davidson. But uh, yes, he is very much uh, a Colombian guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I will say this though, like uh, my father showed up at my parents' place. Really? And my mother was like, how the fuck did you find out where I live? And when she was says this? this uh, 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 like, shortly after he sent me the bullshit AA Oh, letter. so this is like a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I go, Mom, the internet, anyone can find out. <laughs> yeah, it's 20 bucks. You can find out anybody. Anywhere anyone lives. And my mother was like, you got to get the fuck out of here before my husband shows up because he will... No, I don't think my father would like kick my. Everyone's other... old now. Yeah, I don't think yeah. my father would kick my dad's ass, but he would probably sell the house and try and move. And I'm like, that that's not going to solve anything because she's just going to look up the new address. Yeah. Every you move. Now you said like a bullshit AA letter. Has your dad been sober? Uh, I would imagine so. He was in jail for 30 years. Now people still get on. You can get drugs in jail so easily. Yeah, yeah. But I say that, but I don't think I would have gotten the letter if he was still. Okay. And I don't think he would be. Uh, he's been out of jail for almost two years, and okay. I don't think he would have been out of jail for. And he's remarried. He actually remarried. You never know. He could just be really crafty. Uh, I don't think so. No. You, you don't rob banks and go to jail, and then get out of jail and rob more banks and go back to jail, and then. I'm trying to think of my dad Spend did. 20 more years in jail and then get out and be like, oh, I'm going to keep doing drugs, but I'm going to be crafty about it. <laughs> well, you know, uh, one of the things I want to know, John, is that, you know, this is a very tough thing, right? We're joking a lot about it and stuff like that, but it's like this guy's DNA is running through you. Is there any sort of, like, biological feeling that maybe one day you'll want to have a relationship with him or are you kind of resigned to I mean y- sure absolutely you think I'm, so that's I, really amazing no I'm constantly plagued with the duality to use a fucking bullshit uh, term uh, of I don't want anything to do with this guy but he's not my father he, he's not my father I have a father but he is my dad yeah. yeah, You know, he created me, and I'm sure he has a lot of guilt based around never being there for me. And I feel bad. I do feel bad the fact that I don't want a relationship with him. My, my brother was very cordial. He got a letter as well, and he responded, and he said, Hey, thank you for your letter at this point. Respectfully, I'm, Father. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it really points out the kind of difference between a father and a parent, right? Yeah. I mean, a parent's really there for you every day. A father is, you know, a sperm sperm depositor. Sure, but yeah. I think myself, like, man, if I fucked up like you fucked up and I had a kid, like, man, how shitty would I feel uh, years later if that kid wanted nothing to do with with me you know e- e- even though I was a fuck up that's still my kid like I, I want to know how he's doing I want to be proud of him or all that stuff but uh, at the same time like I know I did get some letters here and there my mother never shared with me but I know they were also like birthday cards that were like happy birthday and that's it oh. so I never got anything 
he was upset when my mother remarried. He didn't want my father to adopt us. He was like, oh, you just want him to adopt us so that I'm going to be out of the picture for good. But he never really did try and be in the picture. Yeah. So it, by it, him adopting you, he also saved a lot of money. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, I mean, not that he would have ever been able to pay the money, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did alleviate a lot of stuff off him. It's just a tough situation because it's just like, yeah, you birthed me. You are my father. If I were in your situation, I would want forgiveness. Like, I would want a relationship. But at the same time, like, I'm I'm an asshole and I don't have it in me. At what yeah. point in your life, what would have to happen in your life where you get to the point where you could say, you know what, I'm at a place now where I could, I could say hi to my dad. I could say hi to this guy who... Was the was the guy was my because he has apologized? Yeah, technically uh, uh, he has said I'm sorry. You know, so he's crossed that, which is honestly more than my father's done for me. I got a shithead dad too. You know, and uh, he easily could have been in jail. My dad committed many crimes that he never got in trouble for. Mm. Stole thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that you know would never charge. And I remember when uh, after I got out of jail, I I called my dad because we were still in a talking relationship back then. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I spent four days in jail. And he's like, wow, I never got caught. That was how, <laughs> wow. that was how he responded. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. You're no son of mine. <laughs> I, I am, uh, uh, like, I'm there and I'm not there. Because, like, yes, yeah, so, like, I, I, it's, it's weird. It's hard to say. Like, I am there. Like, I could call him tomorrow and say, hey, I forgive you. I'd love to hear your story. But at the same time, I don't know. Fuck that. You know, fuck you. Yeah, uh, go yeah. fuck yourself. It sounds. Is there? Is there? Um, besides this awesome podcast, where you can <laughs> get this kind of stuff out, do you find yourself talking about it with your girlfriend, or do you find yourself talking about it with friends to kind of like uh, figure it out? Not really. I mean, when you don't have someone there for thirty years of your life, it's like, yeah, I said to my girlfriend when I got the letter, I said something. I'm like, isn't this ridiculous? Like, and then when I got the Facebook request. I, the same thing, like, he sent me a Facebook request, isn't that ridiculous? And I called my brother, and I was like, isn't that weird? And my brother was like, yeah, I think he tried to do the same thing to me, but, like, I can see when people are looking for me, and I block them. You know, Jake's John, over here going to, like, a water park with his dad. I know. Over here. I, know, you know like, <laughs> I do want to say, I'm sorry, I'm going to get to you in a second, Jake, but right. I think you need to do, John, is, um, is it right to your dad? Write him a whole letter. No, people even, say that and all tell him the fuck fucking you. time. Tell him fuck you. But you know, Dad. What's no, the point I'm of not that? gonna say fuck you. I, no, because me not fuck me you. not saying anything is saying fuck you. No, but that's saying, what I feel. That's why I feel bad. It's like I should at least say a letter. I've always felt like I should at least send a letter saying, "Hey, look, I understand where you're coming from. I forgive you, but you're not my father." But wait, let's. But you I, should at the same say time, that. I feel bad sending that letter. But you wait, should let's, say that letter. Boy, you should Amber, say that letter. Amber, Amber, let's think about what the letter, what purpose the letter <laughs> the, serves. Also, though. what the letter serves is a connection with your father, but, and you letting out your feelings <laughs> to your father, and then he can respond. And now you have a relationship where you both are on the, sort well, of the same level. Weirdly enough, the only reason I I've ever really wanted to connect with my father is to write his story. Sure. And to be like, I think your story would <laughs> so make a, a comic. fucking killer movie. <laughs> but I and I, but aside from knowing your story and writing it and selling it to Hollywood, I want nothing to fucking do with you. Write I a story of your dad. But I think the other thing about the letter is that it doesn't necessarily the, the the communication is a different thing altogether. I think writing the letter for yourself 
and not even sending the letter, oh, I think has a, its own very therapeutic mm. effect for yourself. You don't have to show it to anybody. You don't have to do it. You know, oh. send it or anything like <laughs> you that. You know he's got AIDS. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah he's got AIDS. Whoa. Oh, wait. What a fucking bombshell. How, yeah. is this? What um, is, yeah, how much show do we I have? I forget like? about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I think you've got like seven minutes left on this podcast. <laughs> we got plenty of time now. <laughs> We're going to have deep dive. Sam, Sam, what are the kids saying about that? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Uh, Sam's oh, shaking man. her head like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got AIDS. He could drop dead at any moment. Wow. He yeah. got AIDS from sharing, from sharing needles, uh, the whole heroin thing. Really? So that happened since he got out of jail. He was still doing heroin. Yeah. And then he got AIDS. Yeah. And then he, that's when he cleaned up after he got AIDS. And then... Well, and yeah, the thing probably, is, is he, being in the Florida jail system, he probably got tip-top care. That's why he's... Uh, doing fun. And oh, he's so remarried. You, he's remarried. He's got AIDS and he's remarried. Does she have AIDS? I mean, I don't think is so. Is she in jail? You know, there's no, actually, you, there's there's very good preventative care now. Yeah, yeah okay. you can live with AIDS pretty easily. No, you, can, you can't. It was like, is it HIV positive part, or yeah, full blown? No, he's HIV positive. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I say AIDS, but yeah, that's, I, oh, I mean, <laughs> I know it's not. Well. Now, yeah. Jake. Uh, but he could drop dead at any moment, and I think to myself, I go, if I don't reconnect with or forgive with my father, like, soon, he could drop dead at any moment. Like, am I going to feel guilty? There's going to be a level of guilt. I deal with the same thing that you're dealing with, John. I haven't talked to my father uh, in three years, no conversation whatsoever, and i seen him once in the past 14. And, you know, so I get that. And I've also made the choice that it's just like, you got to, you know, but my my choice is I would I would have reconnected with my dad if he did what your dad did, but I also had a relationship with my father my yep. whole life. There's mm. a, that's the big difference, you know. Me, I just want all I want is for my father to say, you know, I'm uh, sorry. Well, I know my bio, my, not my. I was gonna say biological father. That's weird. That's Freudian slip. I know my father would be so hurt if I ever reconnected and decided to have a, a relationship with my father and decided to treat him like a dad. I don't think my you don't treat him like a dad. First of all, but my he's not. father would never understand. I don't think he'd ever forgive me. I think he would be hurt for the rest of his life if I decided to go to know him. Just to know him as like a yes. friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you yes. think so? Yes. Wow. Yes. My mother, my father doesn't know about any of the letters. He doesn't know about the the Facebook thing. My father doesn't know that he showed up to my mother's house. As far as my father knows, the other guy's still in jail, you know, and my really? father would be so fucking crazy hurt if I decided to have a relationship with this guy. Yeah. Mm. But uh, it's not like you're going to go home for Christmas or anything, you know? But that's what he's, that, that I'm sure that's what they're worried Mr. about. Mr. Moreno, it was great having you listen to the show. We hope you write <laughs> it to <laughs> us. <laughs> now, hey, John, another question here. My father doesn't know what podcasts are. You should, you should <laughs> Nobody's dad knows what a podcast nobody, is. Nobody knows what this is. You should talk to your father first, your, no. your real father, and say, oh. I think as a man, he would understand, as a man, talk to him as a man because you're a man and you make your own fucking money. We say, don't ever talk about the fact that he's not my actual dad. Well, you gotta. Do you understand that my, my 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 father, my adopted father? We don't even talk about the fact that he's not my actual biological well, it's father. Time to talk it about never it. comes out. It's time to that talk about it. Up. That time is done. It's time to talk about it. And you want to say, I want to say, I want to say hello to my biological father. That's if he says no, then that's fucking crazy. Because anybody that's raised you would say, yes, son. He will call you his son, and to go find that. No, he, uh, no, no, it's different. It's it. different. I, Jerry I, I Moran. 
Moreno I would never do that. Really? Jerry Moreno. Jerry Moreno would never do that. Jerry Moreno is the reason why I don't forgive him because my father doesn't forgive. There is no forgiveness. Like there is like there's forgiveness and then there's forgiveness and if you fuck up like my biological father for- fucked up there's no forgiveness for that in my dad's eyes and he raised me like that yeah and it's why i don't talk to him yeah uh, there's no forgiveness you fucked up you fucked up there's your no number one job when you have a kid is to be there for that kid and when you are not there for that kid for 30 fucking years you do not get a chance to come back in the fucking third act of the play and be like i'm here baby I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm here to make everything right. You don't have to say no. he's your daddy. Just go visit him. Just one day. Just one day. Go visit him. Would you go to the funeral? If you heard your father died, would you go out to the funeral? No. I wouldn't go. What? Wow. Yeah. What? That's crazy. You yeah. know, I had a fantastic father. He's dead now. I sang at his funeral. Did you really? But I you did. had a What'd fantastic you, father. So. I had a fantastic father. He's He's passed away. What'd you sing? I sing. It's an old spiritual. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. It's called oh, Sweet Little Jesus Boy. Sweet Little Jesus Boy. Yeah. Oh, Sam, Sweet will you look that up? Can we hear that? Uh, we need some positive uh, reinforcement here. Okay. So, Me and Johnny uh, have been so negative lately. I know. Is it? Is it <laughs> I feel so, so weird now because, like, uh, my dad, you know, committed all this shit, and like, according to like how things are supposed to work out. Yeah. Like, what the no, fuck, Jake? Not- I'm great. Jake, Jake, let me say, not opposed to what things are supposed to work out like. Your dad actually reached out to you over the years and made a point of having a relationship with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad didn't do that. Like, he never called me. He never sent letters uh, uh, that weren't birthday cards every fifth year that right. just literally said happy birthday. Like, see, the way, you're, you're, the way your story plays out, is like it's like a lifetime movie. It's like, you, you go to jail, this is what's going to happen with your life. And it's like, oh, all the horrible things happened to you with me. And she's like, yeah, my dad went to jail, and uh, now it's funny. We talk about it yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I feel bad that my, you know, my upbringing didn't go as awful. Thank God my upbringing actually was great. I had a great dad. As far as like, you know, what your relationship with your father is, your biological father. The the brighter side of this is that you guys are both here, well-adjusted people, you're funny people, and you're here talking to us about it, and I think you're helping a lot of other people by just being able to like chat with us and share these experiences. I think think like, you know, you don't even have to write a letter. Send your dad the link to this fucking show. (laughs) That's the letter there. you can hear it all. Yeah, exactly. You've gotten it all out, and that's fucking great that you've done that, and yeah, that's all you need to do is like send him a link to this, and that's all you have to say because you've said everything you've ever wanted to say to him. I feel just listening to you right now on this podcast. To me, the brighter side of this episode is Jake's relationship with his father. I mean, granted, yeah. your father was there your whole life, kind of, because your parents were divorced, so you got him sometimes, maybe not always. Yeah, it was but you were, a but he went to prison and he got out. Yeah, he hasn't been back, right? Not to prison. He went to jail a bunch. He went to jail a bunch, but he <laughs> yeah. never went back to prison. No, no, no. Yeah, and uh, you know, and so it was never like a factor that like severely crippled our family dynamic or anything like that. It was just like you know, oh well, I didn't see dad for a little while. So it shows that if you do it right, if you go to jail and you stay in contact and you come out, 
and you're able to like you know be a part of the family, then it's also a fault on the fucking prison system, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what fucked up because that's what the prison system is actually supposed to be: is you go away for a while, you learn your lesson, you are in the corrections system, and you come out well adjusted. Correct. Do you know? Do you and that's know? not what it is at all. Not that's, at all. Prison does not correct do you know anybody. That, do you know that in Germany? That uh, on uh, within the last two years of your sentence, they let you out on the weekend so you can be with your family, so your family doesn't fucking hate you when you get out of jail, and oh, you can readjust wow. the society. Yeah, yeah. And that ninety nine percent of everyone comes back because they're scared of losing their privileges to leave on the weekends. And all you know what their return rate is? It's fucking ten percent. Yeah, wow. ours is forty one percent. Yeah, and so there that is the most ridiculous. Our- our country, our wrong. country is number one in our incarceration. Twenty five percent of all the prisoners in the planet are in the United States. We beat China. Yeah. We beat well, where Russia. Where do you think get some of our labor from? Uzbekistan. We well, are the winners. Eddie, in your in your yeah. research and stuff, one of the things I think the reason is because like uh, our prison system is kind of like the tobacco industry in other countries. <laughs> than your research. Are prisons more state-sponsored, or is it more privatized like they are in America? We have privatized prisons, mm-hmm. and uh, you can actually uh, buy stock in prison oh, yeah, if, you want, that if is you want to. Fucking and sick. so you, there are two different companies you can buy <laughs> stock That's in. Disgusting. And so people are actually buying stock. What are the companies? I don't remember them off the top of my head, but you can look them up. I watched this whole... You know the guy who does the wacky stock show on Fox? Yeah, Jim Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Kramer, yeah, Kramer yeah, yeah, yeah. did a whole thing on it. It's amazing. Oh, my God. And he's like behind bars, and he's got dumbbells and shit. It's really stupid the way he does it, but it's true. And he's like, buy these stocks, because during the recession, they did not drop. They were some of the only stocks that did not drop. Oh. And so people are actually putting money into... People committing crimes and knowing that people will go to jail because See, of mandatory people's minimums. financial and future right. is dependent then, on other people fucking up their lives. And forever. then the, uh, the other problem with this fucking shit is that these companies, the own ones that own the private prisons, are backing politicians, yep. put millions and millions of dollars backing politicians that are raising the mandatory minimums and keeping people in the private jails so they can use them for money. In the private jails, they also use them as fucking slave labor. That ninety nine percent of all the military gear in America comes from prisons made by prisoners. Wow. Uh, 30% of all the fucking products we use like Windex and shit like that is made by fucking prisoners. Half of the things yep. in your ha- in your fucking cabinet at your house is made by a prisoner. Slave labor. It is slave labor. And, you and know the what? majority of uh, uh, this is horrible but the majority of prisoners are black and it's really horrible. Yeah. And you like, want to you want to reduce return rates? You know what you do? If you're going to fucking use them as labor, you pay them minimum wage and you let them live off it and you have them pay for their meals while they're in jail with their minimum wage and they have a fucking bank account and when they get out of jail guess what they're not a poor prisoner that's you know, and they don't feel like they have to commit crime, another crime go back to, to jail. fucking yes, stay afloat yeah, yeah or you know the whole fucking system is broken and, and I can uh, do three hours on this yeah. shit and it also makes me insane. I feel you. legalize yeah. drugs and treat them as a health issue not a crime yeah Exactamundo, and this is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it has been a good episode. And, Sam, uh, what are the, what are the people in the chat room? Have they yeah. been saying anything? We live stream this show. We're uh, we're pretty pretty dark tonight. We're not pretty a lot dark. Of, not a lot of people. I didn't do a good job advertising. I didn't put it out to like. I tried to put out we as out. much positivity as I could. No, 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 no not the positivity. You know, no, we no, we just, we're live streaming, link. and right. then uh, yeah. one person I think has been live streaming the whole time, or at least in the chat room. Yeah. 
And then uh, I don't know how many people are actually live streaming, but we're just a new thing we're trying out, and we got to get better at promoting it. Obviously, yeah. guys, we should have done it earlier in the day. But, we cut uh, it together, you get four thousand listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but right. it's gonna it's gonna come out. This will come out in a couple of weeks. But man, uh, it was so great talking to you guys. And I appreciate your honesty, guys. Yeah, thank, yeah, you, for thank you. Yeah, it, it was, it, fun. It, it was sure. fucking uh, beautiful. Uh, you guys to really open up to us. Uh, thank you so much, John. Hey, thank and, you. Guys. You know we you know I've, you know we've been friends for a long time. We've talked about this before, but we've never uh, done anything like this. And I I think it's really cool that you came on here, buddy, and uh, talked about your pops. And uh, Jake, you too, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, even though your dad just seems awesome. It's like everything's fine. <laughs> everything's worked. It worked out. Here's sports. <laughs> and, um, and Jake, you have a um, you you have a, a mic, a storytelling mic. Yeah, I do a storytelling mic here called the Dump. The um, Dump. I always thought that'd be a great name for a comedy club, but now I can't do it because your fucking show. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, the, the reasons I get a lot of the stories I have are with me and my dad, and uh, inspired me to fucking start the show. Like the Dump. Anybody can come down here on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. and tell any true story. You get eight minutes to do it. David, the- I can, Stevie, with no stories. Not to go um, off subject here too much, Jake, but I want to talk to you two seconds about storytelling. Okay. Uh, I got a question for you. Uh, it all has to be true, right? Absolutely. And so what's the deal with like embellishing it all to tell a better story? You know, I always said my father, something he always told me is don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's room for leeway as uh-huh. like as, as far as like making a story just like you know more enjoyable for an audience, but like yeah. don't fucking straight up don't be you'll be a straight up don't liar. be a fucking dick. Yeah, you know that makes complete sense. I mean that's every you know with the stories I tell on here, they're all you know they're all true. Yeah, but, we you know, say with there's a little fi- bit extra, a little bit extra. We little say there's extra. fifty people. There's um, you know there really there was really like 20. I've got to be honest, guys. I've lied about everything I said tonight. Oh! Oh! Even the AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Johnny's dad's got AIDS. No, but if any of you actually want to come down and tell a true story, Amber's told a couple stories. She's great. Have you Thanks, and, man. And yeah. uh, plug in one more time with time. And, uh, it's what? 8 p.m. here, Creek in the Cave. Uh, the dump. Uh, anywhere gets eight minutes. Come tell a fucking true story. What day? Especially it's more fucked up. I want to hear that. Oh, I'll come what and day of the week? Tuesday. Tuesday. 8 p.m. Tuesday. Yep. All right. And uh, Johnny's also in Murder Fist with me. Murderfist.com. Uh, our whole lives, Murderfist.com. At Not So Moreno. He doesn't, it's a secret that that's his uh, uh, Twitter, and he doesn't like to get followers. So please oh, yeah. follow him to piss I him off. Hate <laughs> he hate followers. He does. I have one tweet. Why he, do you have a does, Twitter he, account? I don't know why I, he because has I it. have a Twitter account because I can't figure out how to delete it. <laughs> Just so, so friend John, piss him off. Uh, it, it, would mean, you now. it would mean the world to me. Let's get phone. 42K followers for John. <laughs> With your one tweet. Oh, Let's break the internet. <laughs> His one tweet is fuck you all. <laughs> and that's uh, Cena John. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing very well. I love you in your normal shirt and your headband your stupid hair <laughs> and your vaporizer. Thank you so much, buddy. Um, at SJ Good. When's the next Street show or the next two because we don't know when this is coming out. Uh, January and February. We're skipping December for the holidays, you nice. know, observant and everything like that. We're going to come back hard in uh, January and February. I'm really excited. We're going to maybe incorporate some video work and stuff, so it should be fun. You guys got a projector? Uh, we're going to work, work on that. Nice. And uh, Amber, you just had a new video come out, right? Do I? I, I or one coming out? <laughs> it'll probably this is gonna we're releasing this in three weeks, so it'll be out by then. Yeah, it'll be out. It, it's gotta be. It's gotta be out. Um, I got that. I also got on the nineteenth. What's I'm it thinking, called? How can people find it? Uh, Illuminati coming in your face. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can find it on you porn. Is that a C U M? That is delicious. What is it? A C U M? 
yes, C U M M I N apostrophe. Yeah. Oh my exactly god! Exactly correct, Ed. <laughs> the proper spelling. I'm also doing a sing-along uh, Christmas show. I'm oh. doing not sing-along. It's mostly uh, me and Mateo Lane singing uh, at. We're singing at. <laughs> you did this last year as well, right? Yeah, it is a hoot, and we're all gonna sing your favorite Christmas songs and just fucking candy jazz canes it up and, drink. and eggnog and all that good stuff. Y- yeah, it's gonna be great on the 19th, 10 p.m. 19th, 10 p.m. here at the Creek in the Cave. I won't be there. I'm gonna go see Bob Seger. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I just found. He's still alive, and that blew my mind. No, Pete Seeger died. No, I know Pete Seeger no, died, but Pete like Seeger Bob Seeger died. Yeah, still. Pete Seeger Pete died Seeger, yeah, at he the died. tender age of 88. Don't worry about it. Summertime. <laughs> and I'm Ed Larson at What's Next Ed with underscores in between the words. I'm going to change it soon, I promise. Come see Too Fat the first Thursday of every month, except for January. will be on January 8th. And uh, the Murder Fish show is the second Saturday of January, second Saturday of February. Please come check it out. Sam Stubbs, Words. How you doing, honey? I'm doing all right. Thanks, Thank good. you so much for uh, being here with us in your beautiful pink sweater and your knit hat. Did you make that hat yourself? I did. You yes? did? How do you know the size of your own head? I guess you just measure it. You just use the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't put on my Twitter handle. Oh, what oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, at uh, Jake Scott Hart. You know what? You really fucked up. It could have been Jake Fart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got that enough as a kid. So, hey. This is the internet. You got to own that shit, baby. Oh, man. uh, At Jake Hart. Jake Jake Scott Scott Hart. Hart, H-A-R-T. No E in there. Exactly. We do not have anything to do with E's in our family. That's right. Fuck E. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, leaving us today is uh, we were going to do some P-Funk. We'll hear some P-Funk right after this if anybody's still on the air. But um, we're going to play the song that Amber sang for her father. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and uh, what, what's the name of it again, Sweet Sam? Little Jesus Boy. And who's singing it? Who's this version by? Malia Jackson. Malia Jackson. She is amazing. Listen to Malia Jackson. Uh, some of the best protest music you could ever hear if you're going to be marching uh, during these hard times. Listen to some Malia Jackson before you go out. It will completely inspire you. And uh, thank you so much. And remember, if your parents are in jail, try to open up a communication with them. And uh, and, and if you can't, and if you can't, and if they are fuckers, then fuck them. Because you're going to have new parents. And if you don't have new parents, then you're going to make friends. And so enjoy your life with the people you have in your life. Uh, you know, don't feel forced to create. Uh, this is my own personal opinion. Don't feel forced <laughs> to uh, create something out of uh, something that isn't there. And uh, but you know, if you also if you feel the need to rectify a situation, you know, go ahead and do it. And it's uh, it's to each their own. And um, does anyone else have anything else they like to say? I know um, that's opposite of what you were saying, Amber. And I, and I, and I, I this is the first time I think I've ever disagreed with you in my whole life of knowing you. Oh, what was it about? I forgot. That's, that's <laughs> I'm just listening to songs. That's hey. honestly why I hey. love you so much. Ed. Ed. Amen. 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 To you, buddy. Yeah. All right, guys. John, sorry everything worked out so well for me. <laughs> Jake, a pleasure. <laughs> oh, it's good. A lot of love here, guys. See a therapist if you're really having some troubles with stuff. Talk to a friend. Talk to somebody. Don't keep it all inside because it only gets worse that way. Absolutely. And if you and if you have um, questions about your uh, troubled family, uh, reach out to your mom. And if your mom's crazy, reach out to your aunt. You know, yeah, we're reaching and, if, out. and if you really got nowhere else to go, email us. Yeah. Send us a message. We're yeah. here for you. We love talking to you. We love our fans. Thank you guys so much. I sang this song at my dad's funeral. It's beautiful, Amber. I love you so much, Amber. All right. Amen. Let's keep this song playing all the way through. You die.
true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.